Good morning, church, and thank you, everyone, for coming for the service today. I know we've been having a good time in the book of Psalm. So, when I said yes about three or four months ago to Sarah's email, I had it in mind that we're going to be having a praise party downstairs in the student's church, not right here. <laughs> if I knew it was right here, I probably wouldn't have said yes. <laughs> but I did, and I'm really glad that I said yes. Yes. I love Psalm 100. In fact, I love the whole of book, every single verse and chapters in the book of Psalm because the psalmist truly, I can say, that empathize in terms of who we are, really, when we read the book of Psalm. It tells us about ourselves. It reveals ourselves as well. And at the same time, it instructs us on what we ought to be doing when we're down, when we're happy, when we're sad. And even when we're lonely, we can definitely grasp that from the book of Psalm. So this morning, I'll be sharing with us Psalm 100 as a gift. So imagine Psalm 100, that chapter, as a gift for you today. So how are we? If I'm to ask how we are today, are we feeling happy? Do we identify with any of the faces right here? The emojis, of emojis. The first one, worried. The second, sad. The third one, afraid. The fourth one, confused. And this one to my left, to my far right or far left, whichever way, a smiley face. I can tell us three weeks ago, I was the first one right there because something happened, something unexpected happened to me. But I thank God as I stand in here today, I'm really feeling happy because God turns around that unexpected incident into joy. I was supposed to do an exam, but I couldn't. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what went wrong. But I had to wait for three weeks after. And I really thank God that in my anxiousness and nervousness, I didn't pray on that day that I couldn't do it, though. I was complaining to God. I was asking God why I have prepared for this. I'm supposed to have done this. Everyone else in the group have done their exam, and it's just me alone left, and I don't know what happened. But I thank God because, looking back now, I see girls walking in it. God gave me that extra time that I needed to do more revision so that I can do the exam. I did it last week, last week Sunday actually, and I passed it. So that was a great boost. Definitely a great boost in confidence for me to be able to talk to you today. Thank God for that. So, how will we describe our faces today? I mean, the way we feel often, we'll express it on the outside. But we know how we're feeling on the inside. It's something that we cannot see, but God sees it. It sees how we feel on the inside. So even if I had to ask you today and say, oh, how are you doing, Pastor Gary? You say, good, lovely. And if you were to see me like two, two weeks ago and you asked me how I'm feeling, I'd say, not too bad. <laughs> but that was because I wasn't feeling that great on the inside. <laughs> lovely. So, these are the faces, what it represents. 
And what are the things that make us feel the way we feel sometimes? Our health, relationship, finance. That is a major one at the moment, isn't it? Because what? We're struggling. Cost of living has gone really high. The cost of renting, mortgage. That is what I have been praying to God for. And we're still praying to God, trusting God for his favor. Because change, changes has happened, really, in terms of people that have got mortgage to pay. It has jumped up. And we really need God's help. Work, our education. It's nearly September. The kids are going back to school. Change is happening. Our daughter will be going into high school. That is part of my prayer <laughs> to God. So today, we all receive a gift. Imagine that we receive a box. And the box, when we held it in our hand, it's glowing. It's radiating light. What could be inside it? Is it a candle? Well, candle usually gives light, but how is that candle able to radiate? Probably a light bulb or something different. But what is inside is a personal note. It's glowing because it's radiating the light of God. And we find it in Psalm 100. And it reads to us, make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Or another version says, all you people, serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastures. We are to enter his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. These are wonderful days. Be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. But you see, the personal note doesn't stop there. The one we wrote it, he conceded that maybe we don't like this version of what he has written. So we have various versions, and I've chosen this version for us. The message. I love it. On your feet now, he says. Wow, okay. That is a wonderful note. Applaud God. Bring a gift of laughter. Sing yourself into his presence. Know this. God is God. And God, God. He made us. We didn't make him. No. We are his people. His well-tended sheep. Enter with password. Now, in my learning, this training that I did exam, I've been learning a lot about password. How important it is these days that we have password for everything. Even just to check your phone. <laughs> you have to have a password. So, Password is not just for computers and phones. God has given us a password. Thank you. Make yourself at home. Talk in praise. Thank him. Worship him. For God is sheer beauty. All generous in love. Loyal always and ever. 
So do we like the, do we like the two passages? I love the message, although I read a lot about in King James Version. But when I saw the message version, I love it as well. So, what's in the box? Psalm 100. It's glowing. It's illuminating our life. It's telling us something, something we need to do. He has given us a password to eat as well. That is very helpful. So we ask these questions. What is Psalm 100 all about? Why Psalm 100? Why is it written that way to us? And how? So. Okay. Like I said, three weeks ago, I wasn't feeling that great. And if I were to have read Psalm 100 that night, I don't think I would be singing yet. Although I did listen to the Gentle Praise Worship song, and the song actually that I was listening to afterward before I went to bed was saying, be still and know that I am God. That gave me comfort. But if I was to rise up and sing, I probably wouldn't be singing in a smiley way, no. So, Psalm 100 wants to bring us from any of these faces that we identify with, into a joy, a joy in our heart. So, we are to do what? Make a joyful noise to the Lord. How do we do that? When we make things, we put things together. We bring one part one or a little part of this, a little part of that. We put it together to make something new. But in doing that, we also create something. A joyful noise is what Psalm 100 is telling us. That when we go on our knees and we pour out our God before God, it may not look like a joyful noise, but God is happy when we do that because he wants us to truly come to him just as we are. He doesn't want us to be pretending before him. Because remember, before we say a word, it knows what is in our heart. So he's happy when we come just as we are, even when we're sad, even when we're crying. And he wants to turn that sadness into a joyful noise for us so that we can then leave his presence refreshed, renewed, because he has done something new inside of us. He has created a joyful heart to us. So, when we do that, our countenance has changed. And I want to make a reference to us about what happened in the book of Acts, chapter 16, from verse 25 to 26. Remember I said three weeks ago, I wasn't singing. I prayed and I brought my sorrow to God. But they... A count of Paul and Silas. They were in prison, in the thickest part of jail, unpleasant darkness, because there was no light there. But they were not moaning to God. They prayed, but they also sing. They were singing hymns to God. 
How amazing could that be? That when they were changed down, leg bounded, hands bounded, not that they've done anything wrong, but for the, for the sake of the gospel, they were imprisoned. But they were found singing hymns to God. And even the prisoners were listening to them because they were singing a beautiful song to God, declaring his praise. And what happened? There was a great earthquake. They were set free. The chains became loosened. But it's not just them alone they were set free, not just Paul and Silas alone. Even all the other prisoners there, the chains were loosed. And that is what happened when they started to pray and to worship God, to sing hymns. And that is what happened to us when we gathered together to worship our God. Chains are broken. We receive deliverance, but not just for ourselves, but for our community, for our nations, for the nations of the earth. How amazing could that be that with just that single password of praise and thanksgiving, God bring that change to us and to people around us. Serve the Lord. The what? We are to serve the Lord with gladness. It's not all the time, though, that we are glad about something. Because there are certain situations in life, truly, that happens and make us to question what? Why is that? Why has that happened, Lord? But even in that what, we are to serve the Lord with gladness. We are to come before his presence with singing. Because that is what he has instructed us to do. And we can do this by the help of his Holy Spirit. That is why Psalm 100, that thing in that box was illuminated. Because the Holy Spirit is that light in us. He is the one that shines through us, as God has promised. That he will give unto us a counselor, someone like him, that will come alongside with us to help us on our daily basis. So we can go to him confidently to ask for help so that we can come with gladness before him. So, I've chosen this verse in the book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 12, verse 13. It says, let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. We are to fear God and keep his commandment. For this is the whole duty of man. Fearing God, reverencing him. When we, fear, when we reverence him, we call him into every single life situation. No matter how big or small, tangible, or even something that we think, oh, it's nothing. We can bring it to him. We can definitely tell our father about it. Why? Because by him alone, we're able to offer a sacrifice of praise to him continually in whichever way we have chosen, either by singing out loud or quietly. But the joy is that when we are together, we can all sing out loud without any hindrances. We don't need to be afraid. We don't need anyone to give us a caution and say, oh, why are you singing out loud? No, sing it out loud, shout it out loud for joy. It is to God that we do these things, not to ourselves. So don't worry if anyone is looking at you, that, oh, why are you making that strange noise? Don't worry when you feel like, oh, my voice is not good enough. 
God is not moved by that. He just wants us to sing it out loud to him, to declare his praise, just as we are, to be free, unhindered, because that is the fruit of our lips. That is the glory that he has given to us. On our tongue, to declare his praise. What a joy. That is the password that we need to come to his presence. We don't need anything else. It's free. We don't need Google to, you know, scrutinize if the password is strong enough or not. Because when we put a weak password on our computer to log in, it will tell us that is too weak. Somebody else can hack into it. But with a God, is our worship, is our praise. Amen. The why. So why? Why do we do that? Why do we worship? It's so that we can know that the Lord, he is God. It is him that has made us, as Vastri have told us. And again, we are his people. We belong to him because God is good. He is a sovereign Lord. He rules and reigns over all. In every situation of life, in any economic downturn, it's not a surprise to him. He knows about it beforehand. So we can come confidently to him, asking for his help, telling him exactly how it is for us, telling him exactly how it feels for our neighbor that reported something to us. We can bring all that to his presence. Even if our neighbors don't know God yet, we can tell God about, about them and he will work on them. He will show himself to them so that they too can come to his saving grace. So, Deuteronomy tells us the, a bit more about who God is. He is the Lord of Lords, the great God. He is mighty. He is awesome. Those are the things that we say when we worship. How great our God is. How awesome he is. And indeed, those are the true words. He is a great big God. He is the one that creates everything. Everything. There was once a question somebody asked when I was listening to a radio show on Premier Christian Radio. And they asked, did God create evil? Well, he doesn't like it when something evil happens. But when it does happen, it is to his glory because he will bring his glory to come out of it. So when good things happen, the psalmist encourages us to sing for joy even more. Boss out with praise. Are you sad? Sing his praise. Worship him even more. Why? Because before we were formed, right in the womb of our mother, God knows us. Yes, before we were born, he sanctified us with the blood of Jesus Christ and he ordained us as a prophet to the nations. Now, the part of the prophet means when we use the word of God, we are standing as a prophet. When we declare the word of God, we are declaring the word as a prophet because God has made Jesus Christ to be the one that is standing for us. So when we say his word, we're declaring his word, his authority, as Jesus Christ would have. So we will not be afraid to say the word of God, just as he has said it. 
to declare it in our praises, to declare it in our prayers, to say, God says, and I believe it. God says this, and I affirm it. God says this, and I say it back to him, because he will fulfill his word, because his word is his word, and he will never change his word. And he's, when we say it in agreement of what his word says, God ordained it. He honored it. Amen. So, the part of the Lord being our shepherd. As a sheep, the sheep trust in the shepherd to look after them. To take them to where the green pastures is, where they can get the luscious of the green grass to eat. The best water to drink. A safe place where they will not be afraid. And that is what our God is for us and to us. He is in charge. He is in control. And he has promised. And he will never fail. So what is it that we trust in God for? He is our shepherd. He will provide for us. He will nourish us. He will strengthen us as he has promised. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Sometimes we feel lonely. Sometimes we ask the question, God, where are you in this? But you know what? He is right beside us, even in all of this, because he has promised he will never leave us. And his hand, he's holding us in his hand. I love that. I mean, how comforting it is when we have a little baby and we hold them in our hands and we rock them gently. They're comforted by that. And in the same way, God is having us in his hand to comfort us. Amen. And our God is merciful. So why? For that, we give thanks to the Lord because he is good and his mercy endures forever. Amen. Okay. Again, how should we go to his presence? Remember, we have the password. Praise and thanksgiving. So verse 4 reminds us again that we are to enter into his gate and into his court. Thanksgiving and praise. That is the password we need. And the gates will be open. And we are in the presence of God our Father, rejoicing, enjoying him. Because at his, at his right hand, is that great enjoyment forever. Forever and ever. And we can experience that even right here on earth. Not until we get to heaven, no. Right here on earth, we can experience that. That joy that he has for us. So therefore, in our praise, in our thanksgiving, in our good works, we unlock what God has for us. Because those are the sacrifices that we take before God. And He unlocks our heart. The Holy Spirit works in us. The Holy Spirit, He illuminates our lives. That we may have the joy of the Lord again in us. To give us the strength for tomorrow as we receive the strength for today and strength from God on a daily basis. So, what is God saying? Remember this passage in the book of Isaiah 61, verse 3? 
Before that, Jesus was telling us that the Spirit of the Lord has anointed him. And this part of the verse saying that. Why? To console those who mourn in Zion, to give them beautiful ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise, the garment of praise. We are to put that on. We're empowered by God, but we have to put it on. Put on that garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. And this I experienced right here a couple of months ago, actually, as we worship. I came with a burden on my shoulder. There's some kind of a heaviness and a pain on my shoulder. But as we worship, I just felt that heaviness was lifted up. And I couldn't control myself but went on my knees, crying, thanking God for that. And someone beside me kindly handed me an anchor, a tissue, because I realized I didn't have a tissue in my hand. But I was filled with joy that I experienced that. And that is what happened when we put on the garment of praise. Because that is God promises to us. That he will remove that spirit of heaviness from us. So that we might be called the tree of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that we may be glorified, that he may be glorified through our praises. So, if we are to open that box, and Psalm 100 is a personal note in that box, can we turn it to prayer? Can we personalize it? And say, hi, you, us, together, we will make a joyful shout to the Lord. Unhindered. We don't have to wait until we attend a musical concert to do that. We can do it every day. We can do it here in our gathering. And that was the first thing actually that I noticed the first day we came to the church right here. The band, you know, during the time of worship. I loved it. I missed that so much. Yes, it was great. It was a great pleasure for us to have been here to worship together with every one of us. Here, right here. And it's every day, every Sunday when we come, it's a great pleasure to be able to worship together with each and every one of you. So we can say, I will serve the Lord with gladness. No matter what is happening, I will come before his presence with singing. Because what? I know, together we know that the Lord, he is God. It is him who has made us and we not ourselves. We are his creation, the sheep of his pasture. We will together enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his court with praise. We will together be thankful to him and bless his name. For the Lord is good and his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Amen. Amen. Heavenly Father, we thank you and we glorify your name. Thank you for your goodness and your mercy. Thank you for your love over our lives. Thank you because you are good and your mercy endures through all generations. Thank you because you see us just as we are. But you say to us, I love you just as you are. Just come to me. Come to me and receive the strength. Come to me and be revived. Come to me and receive grace that is needed for today. 
and help that we need most for all that we need to do on a daily basis. So Lord, we ask in your name, the Lord, help us to remember this, that we have received the password to come to your presence. With thanksgiving, with our praise, that is how we come to your presence. That is how we enter into your presence, Lord. So Lord, in our praises, in our worship, Lord, as we gather together to sing praises to your name, let us be conscious of this, Lord, that we will not be hindered by whatever is happening around us or across the world, but we will come to your presence with singing, with a joyful heart to be revived, to be renewed by you, Lord, in Jesus' name. And Lord, thank you. Thank you for the joy that we have in you. Thank you for the grace that we share in you, Lord, to be able to gather here together in this auditorium to worship you, Lord. Thank you for our band that play really well. And together we come to your presence, Lord. And we say that, Lord, may our singing not end in this place. May our worship not end in this place, O oh Lord. But may it continue, continually continue with us, O oh Lord, in this new week as we go to work, to school, as we resume in September. And Lord, even in the marketplace, O oh Lord, to worship you, to sing praises to you, to declare your praise, to declare your goodness. In Jesus' precious name we have prayed. Amen.